Hello, welcome to another podcast, Finding My Fit at 40. My name is Victor. I'm here again with Mike the Bear. Is it the bear or just bear? You know what? People use both. I usually just go with bear, but every once in a while somebody's just like, the bear. And I'm like, I accept you. Like... So, like, if people walk up to you, they shouldn't say, hey, what's up, the bear? That's a little awkward. It seems awkward. It does yeah. seem a little awkward. awkward. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm here with Bear, Mike Bear, and uh, we're here to do another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. We're here going to give you an update of where I'm at now on my journey. We are three weeks in on the journey. I know this is our fourth podcast, but the first one doesn't count because that was before we started. Correct. So we had a little bit of an intro. Now we are three weeks in, which Mike had to bring to my attention yeah, prior to the we podcast. Four. I thought we were four <laughs> weeks in, and I was still kind of excited. Now that I've realized that it's only three weeks, I'm really pumped because I started this whole process at 246 pounds. As of today, I was 236.4, almost 10 pounds down. 10 pounds, three weeks. That feels pretty good. It should. It feels really good. So we're going to go into a little bit more of how my week went. It was a little crazy this week. There were uh, some struggles, definitely some struggles. Mike helped me out big time. Um, But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about some things that you guys can do to uh, help you with your struggles. But uh, overall, man, how you doing? Doing good this week? Great. Yeah. Yeah. You had a good week? I had a pretty stressful week. How about you? (laughs) See, it's a good thing I had a good week, so I can help you with your stressful week. Yes. That, that was, was part of me having that was a good week. very, very helpful. I like to be utilized. <laughs> well, part of my stresses this week was the fact that my wife is out of town this week. Um, as I had said before, we started this whole podcast because I turned 40. Well, my wife also has birthdays, and she had a birthday. <laughs> and for her birthday, she went on a trip, a girl's trip, and she's been gone this week. And so... Daddy's by himself with two kids. That's right. And I have to say, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it also wasn't as good as it could have been. (laughs) Uh, I started to get the hang of it. I'm towards the end of it now. She comes back in a day, and uh, I'm feeling like I'm getting a little bit more of the hang of it. Okay. It's better to get the hang of it on the front end. Yes, yeah, it would have been really really useful to the first couple days maybe get into it, not the last one. (laughs) But... uh, one of the big struggles that I did have this week was my daughter got sick, and I had scheduled a workout for Friday, so I had already gone the whole week without putting it in because it was supposed to be – anyway, my schedule got changed, and I switched it that I was going to be working out on Friday because that's kind of what I've been doing is Fridays. So I had it scheduled, and Thursday night, I have a five-year-old crawl in the bed with me who is really sick and uh. does not feel well. And says, Daddy, I don't think I can go to school. And for this child to say that is something because oh, she, loves school. she loves school. Okay. All like, right. Like when she's not acting right, we threaten her that we won't send her to school. <laughs> and she's like, no. And she'll run and do whatever we ask her to do. But she came in. It just She was just congested. It's just that time of year. Pollen's oh, yeah. out. It's And she's feeling it pretty bad. Um, so... I did not send her to school that day because this day and age when you're hacking and snotty and, you know, probably not a good thing to send them to school. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did not send her to school, which also meant that I was not able to go to the gym. That's life. That is life. And as a parent, that happens. And as anybody out there who has kids understands, that is definitely a way of life. That is part of it. 
So in a panic, I texted Mike and was like, Mike, help. I uh, can't make it to the gym. My kid's sick. Is there any way I can do something at home? And Mike, to my uh, sheer joy and to his credit, (laughs) sent me a text back and said, give me a minute. I'll upload a, a workout for you. So I'm just curious at that moment in time, what was your thought process when I texted you? Um, shit, I need to stop what I'm doing and find some time for this. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. It's all right. But... You're a priority. Yeah. No, um, I still want to go in line with how I've programmed you because everything builds on what we started with you. So I don't want to just throw you a completely random workout. So going back into your program, going into your workout, I want to somewhat mimic the moves I've given you, the volume that I've programmed for you, and uh, hit the same muscle groups. So we just transition that from the weight room to at home with body weight, resistance bands, and, um, you know, try and mimic it as best you can. I have to say, when he sent it and I saw it was all resistance band stuff, which I kind of assumed it would be that I'm going to be doing it at home, I was like, well, it's not going to be that great of a... I mean, it'll (laughs) be a good workout, I'm sure, but... It's not going to be anything comparatively. Right, right. And then I did the workout and again, cursed your name. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But it was tougher than I thought it was going to be yeah. going into it. It definitely was tougher than I thought it would be. It felt like a great workout and I was able to do Good. it at home to the point where I was curious and I didn't bring this up earlier, but I wanted to bring put you on the spot here is adding a third workout that's an at home workout into my regimen. A good idea, bad idea, because I feel like I can do that more at home than trying to get somewhere. So I'm going to counter your question with a question because people love this sort of thing. Yes. No, perfect. Why would you want an extra workout? Because why not? I don't know. Um, What's the end goal of getting an extra workout? And I already know what the answer is, but I'm I'm kind of walking you towards that right now because anybody who's asking this question is going to the same thing. I've got people who want to work out every single day, but they're just starting out. So why would you you do that? Because remember, my favorite statement is the least amount of working out to force an adaptation. And I'm not saying a third workout's a bad idea, but what's the mentality there? So for me, I was kind of thinking about it as a, uh, I can fit that that at-home workout in. It was easier to fit in. I was doing laundry while I did it. Right. I could, my kid was sleeping while yeah. I did well, it. Well, the convenience was, factor is there. The convenience there. factor was, yeah, totally. But again, so, it's an extra workout. So why an extra workout? To gain results. Okay. To so maybe th- achieve a little bit better. Part of this also comes from my frustration this week. So I guess I should backtrack and let's go into what, we'll, we'll revisit this Absolutely. idea of the third Absolutely. workout. Because I had a little bit of frustration this week. I was a little more stressed, which... It wasn't anything that I thought I was like pulling my hair out or anything like that, but I was definitely a little more stressed at the idea of having kids by myself. And yeah, I'm it has sure nothing to do with be. that you can't handle it, but being a good parent on your own when you're used to doing it with a second person, it, it just is an additional stress. It just changes things a yeah. little bit. So I had a struggle this week that I wasn't losing weight as rapidly as I had the first two weeks. And I texted Mike and was like, what did I change? Am I doing something wrong? Should I change something? Because... I had actually gained, I think it was like half a pound at some point. And I was like, I haven't hit my cal, I haven't gone over my calories in a a single day that week. Right. I thought I was eating even better than I normally was because this week I was, so I transitioned a little bit even food wise. If you listened last week, I, or actually, if you listened to any of the weeks, 
we're following a book called um, Cook, Cook Once, Once Eat, Eat All, all Week. Eat. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, I had a choked a little bit there. It's an emotional. So time. yeah, it's very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, Mike. So it's called Cook Once, Eat All Week, and we I was following the book for the first couple weeks. Well, with my wife gone, the meals were just going to be too big. Right. And it was going to be too much to try and cook. I already knew that. It was going to be too much to try to even put together those couple meals with both kids by myself. With my wife, it's capable. I'm capable of it because she can, you know, play defense while I'm trying to cook, if you understand. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's a little more man-on-man as opposed to zone coverage, you know, <laughs> when you're by yourself. So I uh, decided I was not going to follow the book this week, but I did take ideas from the book that helped. Oh, I good. really enjoyed the idea of the grill of the chicken um, and then shredding it, uh, taking a bunch of chicken breast and cooking that and yep. then shredding it and then having that for the week. So I did that this week. The idea completely taken from there. So the first day, I just cooked a bunch of chicken breasts in the crock pot. And while they were at school, then I zipped it all up. And actually, it was late at night that I shredded it all up. Which, hand mixer, shredding chicken yeah. breast. It's clutch. So easy. <laughs> so I... And it also cooks better in the crock pot, I noticed. I did it last time. Okay. I did it on a pot in the stove. Right. And it still worked, but it was a little tougher. The meat's more tender and it works is. better for the couple days and, when you do it. And I actually like pot. the Instapot. It's, that was, I don't have one of those. Absolutely worth it investment. Yeah. I have so many kitchen gadgets already, though. So... Yeah, but you can, leave, you can get rid of the crock pot with the Instapot. But I like my crock pot. I mean, put it on a shelf. Slow, look at it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh... My wife would love that. <laughs> so I was able to do the chicken and have the shredded chicken available. And I also started paying attention more to the my fiber intake, yep. which, as we said, I started doing last week. The first week, I kind of ignored my fiber because it was too much at one yep. time. One step at a time. Yeah. So yep. I'm adding each piece. So I was trying to pay attention to fiber. And I noticed that in the recipes from the first week, we did a white chicken chili and my fiber was great that day yeah. because of the beans. Mm-hmm. And I have this recipe for this. It's called cowboy caviar, which I absolutely love. But it's a whole bunch of beans basically mixed together in a bowl. And you throw in some corn and some av- diced up avocado and some tomato. And you can put in bell peppers. I, I didn't do the bell peppers this time just because of time because it. Bell peppers take a minute to, okay. to prep, and I just felt like I didn't have even that minute at this this week, and I just got lazy because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so I didn't add the bell peppers. There's the honesty. Yeah, yeah there's fine. the honesty. That's fine. And then you threw a little olive oil on it, you throw some red wine vinegar and some salt and some chili powder and, you know, some stuff, and it makes like this salsa kind of thing, but yep. this chunky bean salsa, which is absolutely delicious. It's a little high in, ca- uh, in calories. It's a little more calorically dense, yeah, yeah with the yeah. olive oil, the avocado, and, yes. and even beans come with a decent amount of calories. But but that doesn't matter. Yes. You have you have a goal, so eating calorie-dense stuff that is highly nutritious is fine. Yeah. You just got to account for it. And it worked out great. Yeah. I was able to do the chicken, and then so for breakfast, I could throw a couple eggs with some chicken in it, throw a scoop or two of the cowboy caviar on it, and it was I was able to hit a lot of my markers this week. So I thought I was eating really well this yeah. week. And I didn't lose any weight to start. <laughs> and that's different from the first two weeks. The first two right. weeks I had lost basically every day I was down. There was only like one or two days where I yeah. went up at all. This week it fluctuated so much that I was even up a half pound from where I had weighed in at the end of last week. 
And I was a little frustrated. Of course. I'm not going to lie. And I, the only thing that I really changed this week is I started, I'm messing around still with this whole protein powder idea. Uh, I know we talked about it before. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten Quest bars that I, I'm eating now, the Quest bars, and the protein, the um, Crunch Fits from Robert Irvine, which I like those two a lot. But I also wanted to try a powder because we had talked about it last time. Yeah. Yep. So I found this almond protein powder that I like, uh, PB2. We're giving all this free pub to all these brands. Yeah, we really so are. We, yeah. It's, <laughs> but, you know, if you like it, you like it. So I found this protein powder, and I've been mixing it with coffee in the morning because I don't really drink coffee. And putting a little bit of cream, a little bit of milk, the coffee, and the this protein powder is absolutely delicious. Yeah. It was so delicious that I wanted to have a second one, but I was like, that's way too much at one time. So I, I held myself off. So I've done that, and I thought maybe this protein powder that I tried this week is too much. Like, am I gaining weight now because I'm in, I, I'm taking in too much, I don't know, anything, right. protein. Am I taking in too much protein? Am I taking in too much mineral? I don't know. Something was attaching <laughs> to my bones and making me heavy. That's what I felt like it, all week. But you were, you were right on multiple numbers. You, you're saying that you ate better this week. You, you did. Um, and accounting for things that are staying in the body, it, it is, but it's just water weight. So you, the, and again, you said the only thing that changed was how you're eating. It, it wasn't. I mean, we opened with the fact that your stress was elevated. And again, not that you can't handle it, which is why there's nothing you're going to key into. You're like, oh, I, I can be a, a single parent for a week. This is not a big deal. I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. Oh, and I'm getting my workouts. Oh, and I'm killing my diet. But it is additional stress. So what happens when you get additional stress is cortisol levels go up, ghrelin, which is a hormone that uh, regulates hunger. It's basically your body's telling you that you are hungrier than you are, elevates. So with higher cortisol, higher stress, water retention goes up. There's a number of factors that will, that will cause water retention and fluctuations. So you had a couple of them going on. So apparently I hate this ghrelin stuff. That yeah, you're ghrelin's of. the worst. Because I also, that makes a lot of sense because I was way hungrier this yep. week. I'm like, I thought I was eating really good this week. Again, I did really well. Yeah. And I was hungry this week. This is the first week of the three that I felt hungry, hungrier, let's right. say. Like, I, right. I mean, I'm only, you always get hungry. And before this even started, I felt like I was always hungry. Always hungry, yep. So I've actually felt pretty good the first two weeks. I didn't yeah. feel like that. And this week was the first time that I was I would eat and still felt I'm still kind of hungry. Right. So I felt like I had to focus a little bit more this week on paying attention to what I was consuming. Right. Where the first two weeks I just kind of ate within the guidelines and still came out great. Like oh, followed yeah. the meals and I was eating and felt good. This week I was hungry and was like, I want to eat something. I just want to shove all of this in my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I would look to see what it would do. So I know you had said this at one point to me about possibly like putting in your like two or three days in. in I say to, one to three days is, is yeah. what I'll say. So if you're ahead of the fact, you you have a framework. Yeah. yeah. To try to put it in ahead. I have not gotten to that point yet. That's fine. And I'm yeah. not able to do that. But what I have started doing is maybe a meal before. Is right. put punching in the meal and seeing where that puts me so that I can make better choices along the way. And that's that's what I do. But again, I've, I've 
gone through that process as well. So if you can skip the, the prerequisites and still get to the end goal, then I mean, that's fine. They're doing it at least ahead of a, the meal. You're not going to get to that meal, realize you overate after you track afterwards and then kind of freak out. And also bear in mind too, that the average person isn't tracking their intake. They don't have the data. So when they don't lose weight for a week, you have nothing to go off of at that point. So people, that's, that's where people will struggle and that's where people will hop off of a program because they're like, oh, it's not working anymore. Well, it, it is. You just have to be a little patient and know that the body's kind of messing with you a little bit. Well, I feel like I got messed with a you lot did. this week. You did. You did. I felt like I ate really well. I felt like I was paying attention really well and handling the hunger and still didn't feel like I lost a lot of weight. And right. then at the end of the week, I still was down a pound. So I felt Correct. like that was a big win yeah, for you, me. You flushed, this week. what, two ish pounds overnight? Yeah, one of the it wasn't last night, but at one point right. it was like which, yesterday. And which two that's days, that's what I told you when you reached out to me. It's stress goes up, water weight f- quick, rapid gains in weight and losses in weight are water weight. You would have to eat and or cut a tremendous amount of calories in order to to you know gain or lose that much fat that quickly. And that's why again then another metric that we stay with consistently is body measurements because those don't change rapidly. So if you kind of use both hand in hand, the scale is just one data point and it is not linear. You're going to see jumps and and you know uh, dips all over the place and if you look at your data in the Trainerize app, it's going to show you that same thing. Sorry, everything around me is You're going doing off. Great. There's phones yeah. going it's, off. It's, There's it's that stress level off. again. Yeah. I know, everything. I can so, hear the ghrelin raising in you right now. I can't care that. <laughs> so I focused, like I said, on eating better, and now I felt like I still came out with a win. I did some stuff differently this week. The protein bar things, I dove into right I've, I've really enjoyed you recommended all the quest bars and so i big bought fan yeah. a, a bunch of different flavors to try them they were also on sale i saw at the grocery store so i pounced on it and yeah, bought the flavors did. i really recommend if anybody's listening and any tips on this the the protein bar thing because i had no idea when i started get different flavors right because you looked at my protein bars and we went through them like, oh, this one's delicious. This, oh, this one's not good. I don't like this one. And I got bummed out because I thought that was going to be one that I might <laughs> like. It, and we went through it and I figured I would start with that one then because you you said it wasn't good. So I would eat those first just to get rid of them. And I think it, that, that ended up being one of my favorite flavors. Favorite one. Yeah. yeah. It, it was the, uh, uh, I keep calling it Oreo, but that's it's not It's right. Cookies and Cream. Cookies and Quest Cream. Bar, yeah. Yes. And I enjoyed that one. Mike's not a big fan of that one. And that's, that's flavor-wise. I try not to offer such heavy opinions on you know things like that. But I guess I did offer a heavy opinion on cookies and cream. So that 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 can be your. Well, it thing. wasn't necessarily heavy. I was just you were said that that one's not as good. Like you that you like. It was the definitely other not ones, one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, that it wasn't one sure. of your favorites. Yeah. So I recommend to everybody listening is try different flavors. Absolutely. Try a bunch. And for me, what I liked about having all of these flavors in the house instead of. Because normally what I do is I'll find something I like and then I just buy that flavor and I right. keep buying that. And then because of my like, well, I like it. You, you get a little tired of the, it. The, any good thing comes to an end mm-hmm. when you overdo it. So almost any good thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I had all these different flavors which work because because I was a little cranky this week. Sorry to my children <laughs> who won't hear this. But I was a little cranky this week because – you know, just tired everything. and everything. Because of everything. I, I yeah. added on. 
I was able to get a flavor that I felt like for the day. So there were days that I didn't want the cookies and cream, that I really kind of wanted something peanut butter. There were days that I really wanted something chocolatey, and I was able to kind of adjust to what I wanted. And what I like about the Quest bars over the uh, the other ones that I have is the Quest bars, to me, are a little bit more filling. Right. And they are not as smacky in the face sweet right that was one of the issues that i had with the pro the pre-made protein shakes which i can't even do them anymore um so i'm not even going to go that route i found that out that i don't i don't like at least that brand and yeah that and, and those are less cost effective than the the powder anyways so 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 that but they were like super sweet and i couldn't handle it because it was it like it was like smacky in the face like i right. felt like i was drinking melted ice cream and I and, just, and it kicks up your your sweet craving yeah. after that point yeah. but the quest bars don't do that and there's a little bit of sweetness to them it's not overbearing but it's um it's a little more savory but it feels right. like you're eating something right and that's what i really enjoy about it's, the it's quest still bar. pretty low calorie so that's yeah. that's why i tend to recommend them because they have high protein they have high fiber content both of those things which are going to fill you more the fiber part of that is what i really they, yep. i so i look back on my days and just to see what I had done in fiber without paying attention to it. And I had hit it, like I said, only a couple days. And so I looked at what I ate that day and then one of them was the beans. That's why I did the beans this week. But the combination of the beans with the Quest bars, I've been crushing my fiber every day. I've been hitting that fiber marker every day. So that was really a game changer for me was switching over to these Quest bars. So thank you for that recommendation. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. It's what I'm here for. So that was one of my big struggles was being at home with the kids and Mike helped me out with adding this workout in. He helped me out with giving me some ideas. That book of Cook Once, I did the chicken, the pre- having chicken in the, in the refrigerator that's already shredded and ready to go is a game changer. And which that's just me. to say, make sure you have plenty of lean protein on hand at any given point because you can snack on that. And that's yeah. kind of one of the psychological yeah. hacks as well. If you're craving something just really shitty, is you know what people would consider shitty yeah, food, because yeah. I don't really do the good and bad food label so much. It, it's amounts. Then make a deal with yourself. Have some protein first. Give yourself ten or fifteen. Then see where you're at. If you still really want that thing, go have some of that thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I did. I had ice cream this week. So part of the stress was I had my kids all the time, and I hate wasting food. Yeah. Yep. I have a problem with it. <laughs> I there's two I have a couple food idiosyncrasies. One of them is I hate wasting food and I don't want anybody to touch my plate. If we're at a restaurant, don't try to <laughs> take any other food from my plate. I almost stabbed my when we first dating, my wife and I almost stabbed her in her hand with my fork because <laughs> she saw something on my plate. I went, Oh, that looks delicious and I was I'll like, order you one. off of my oh, fork. Okay. So she doesn't do that anymore, just so everybody knows. She doesn't do that. She realized later. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But uh, I I have those two idiosyncrasies. Okay. And the wasting of food is one of the big ones for me. And it's tough for me when my kids don't finish something. I just want to finish it. Right. Because I don't want it to be wasted. So when there's half a peanut butter jelly sitting there and I just want to shove my face with it because not even that I want it or right. that I'm hungry, just that I don't want to see it go into the trash. Right, right. 
that's tough. So this week was even tougher because usually that those jobs of feeding them and doing all that stuff is split between me and my wife. So I don't have as many opportunities for that to be right yeah. in my face. Okay. This time, every single episode and every single piece of it in the morning, they don't finish a banana. I feel like I need to finish their banana. <laughs> they don't finish their uh, glass of milk. I feel like I should chug the milk before I put it away. I don't know. I know I can put a lot of the stuff away, but it... It's just a psychological right. thing for me. There's, that there's a balance. So how'd you deal with it? I threw some stuff away okay. that I knew, or I would make them eat it. And okay. by make them eat it, I don't mean I physically shoved it in their face. And that's one round. Okay. I did do that for my son at one point because he didn't want... He's going through... He's two. He's going through oh, this okay. phase yeah. where he doesn't want to eat. But if you feed him, he'll eat it. So I'm like, come on here. And he ate some stuff. So that helped me out a bit. But I definitely threw away some stuff that I didn't okay. do, and it was a little that was a little more that's, challenging. That's, this that's week. a struggle. But yeah, if it, it comes was. down to literally affecting your health or wasting a little bit of food, you you made the right call. Also helped me a lot this week. Shout out to my mom's. She made dinner twice this week, which ah. was huge. But that was harder. Another struggle for me this week was homemade foods that I did not make. Right. You're going to feel a little bit of a loss of control, especially if you're at all data-driven. Yeah, I just was really trying to guesstimate. So I, like, really over-guesstimated. So, like, I hit my calories twice. Yeah. Almost up to the, the, the my calorie total twice. Normally, I'm, like, a couple hundred calories underneath just by happenstance. I'm not right. hitting that and going, oh, look, I, I'm not going any further. It's nothing like that. I just haven't gotten there. Yeah. Just from eating naturally. And this week, I actually found myself going, I can I eat this or this. So let's eat this because I know I'm going to be, I'm going to feel better, more satiated later right. than if I just eat this. But I still ate things. She made chicken noodle soup that has egg noodles in it. They are not low in calories. They are pretty high. Right. And I ate a lot of it. And Good. I was, but I was, yeah. it worked. <laughs> and I had a, a, a dinner, two dinner rolls with it too. And Good. I did not feel guilty about it because it was a stressful week. I, I love that. And I did what I needed to do. I just mentally kept track knowing that, okay, well, I did that today. Not that even that was that bad, but I'm trying really hard to be really good. Yeah. At least in at the at the <clears> front <throat> of it, I really want to try to give myself a good foundation. Absolutely. Uh, but you, you're already is, Yeah, and you're already doing that. Now, did you flush water weight after one of those dinners? I don't. Yes, I think so. Yeah. There's there's something so. there's something to be said and I found this with myself too the last time I had dieted back down to where roughly where I should be. Um every once in a while. Now, you cannot do this every single night. But every once in a while, especially when you are a little more stressed out or you have a lot more going on, if you just give yourself permission to let loose a little bit, it de-stresses the body, and the next day you'll sometimes flush that water weight. It's it's so weird how that how that works. But you it literally exactly ate more for dinner. Day. You gave yourself permission because of everything you've been learning, and you flush that water weight the next day. I'm looking it up right now <laughs> to see what because I know what day that was that we went over there. It was. It was exactly that day. Yeah. The next day is when I dropped down where I had been up that half pound. Right. It was the next day. 
is when I drop back down yeah. almost three quarters of a now pound. There's, there's a balance to that too, because you'll have people on, on extremes all over the place. They'll be like, oh, I can just eat whatever I want. And that's going to de-stress me. I'm going to lose weight the next day. Not, not quite. You've put in three weeks worth of, of effort and tracking and work, and you've been more intuitive about kind of what you're putting in your face. And you like to didn't stuff yourself for dinner there, but you ate and satisfied yourself. Yeah, and you got absolutely. to eat the things you wanted. So all that work you've done on the front end, at worst, you would, you would if you happen to overeat that day, which you probably didn't, you're going to put on an ounce or two of actual body fat. I did not go over my calories all week. I was right. very proud of myself. So, so you've, you're ending the week with a huge net deficit. So having that one dinner, de-stressing, eating with family, I mean, that's what it's all about. And ideally, when you get down to where you want to be goal-wise, you'll be able to go out and do those and not even think about it and just, you know, dial in a little bit the next day and... Any, you know, I'm quoting it, but damage is reversed in one day after that point. So it's it's worth taking those times. So using that same thought process, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Is there something to the fact of just blowing it out once a week? Is that why those sheet? Because famously, The Rock has those humongous cheat meals, as I'm sure everybody has right. seen on social media, where he eats like a tower as tall as him of pancakes or something ridiculous yeah i'm, I'm still dying for an eat off with the rock that'd <laughs> yeah. be fantastic but there you go you, if anybody but, knows the rock hook us up yeah. <laughs> um you know he actually went to high school in my hometown really yeah anyway he actually when they're shooting note. baywatch here he he came and hung out with all the uh, coast guard rescue swimmers and some of those guys were extras in the movie so that was pretty cool he's actually got and a rescue didn't... swimmer tank top t-shirt oh yeah nice. i got stationed here like a few months after that so uh, i got i got no exposure well, i missed out you missed out on the eating yeah. challenge but but what you have to bear in mind for for the rock is uh, I'm not sure if those are cheat meals for him or not, because it, the, the labeling something as a cheat meal means you're going right outside of, of line of what you're doing. But I, I believe, and don't quote me on this, but he has the majority of his meals are are cooked for him. He has some meaning. The dude's busy as hell from yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, dawn to you know, past dusk. He's yeah. working out at midnight. But um, so that cheat meal is likely still in the realm of what he's got set for himself to maintain his peak physical performance and maintain you know, his ability to, to be in the gym and function and, and be energized. So st- when you start throwing cheat meals or cheat days at people, the whole cheating thing is like, oh, okay, crap. Well, this is just diet's gone for the day. I'm just going to do this. Whereas if you are flexible dieting, like I'm trying to teach you, there is no cheating. You get to eat all of the things you want to eat, just not as much as you would want to eat. I guess that's another good word. We talked about getting rid of the idea of, on past episodes, we talked about getting rid of the idea of counting calories. It's not counting, it's accounting, accounting for your for, calories, yeah. which is a completely different mindset for me, at least. Right. It's the same so thing, but sometimes the, the mind needs a different meals, word. Just, yeah big day I, I don't know is there a better way of phrasing it because i there were days in the first two weeks that i just i went over calorie and i just did it and i yeah. still lost a big chunk of yep. weight so is there something to say about just letting it go a day during the week it's it's dangerous to just let it go i mean if if that hop happens to pop up like a big family dinner and you know family's in town or it's a holiday or vacation or whatever just do it and, and try and listen to your own, you know, satiation, your own, your own hunger signals at that point to a certain extent. Uh, completely blowing it out. If you have, if I've got you at a deficit for, you know, the majority of the week and then you double your calories on that main cheat day right there, you've eaten into that deficit. And at a certain point, especially as you continue losing weight, that's going to ruin your weekly deficit. 
So you just wouldn't lose really much weight, if any, that week. So that's where you kind of get into the danger zone of just blowing it out. Whereas if everything's allowed, you just still have accountability and even eat up to or a few hundred calories beyond maintenance on that day, which is a big calorie load for most people. Yeah. Then that you could kind of consider blowing it out to a certain extent, but you're just also allowed to do it. So just getting rid of the cheat and cheat meal, it's a meal. Go have fun with it. Just try and do it within reason. The thing that I've seen as the biggest change and struggle for me food-wise, nutrition value-wise, has been, and I said this, I've said this before, is the drinking of calories instead of eating them. I've done nothing but water and coffee and with the protein powder stuff now. That's all I drink anymore. And it's really allowed me to eat where... I've wanted to che- – I, I had a – I lied. I had a soda last week. I drank because I'm a big – I'm a big root beer guy. There's a story Love about that with my grandfather. Yeah. All right. But um, I, I won't stop drinking root beer, especially good root beers. Like, yeah. So – See, Yeah. <laughs> that's not root beer. I'm, um, I don't know. I don't know. There's actually a really good root quality root beer that I enjoy okay. that Ace Hardware sells. I know really? that's the weirdest thing ever. Oh, I think I've seen but, that in yeah, there. Yeah, it's like a big old bottle, but that's what I had was right. that bo- bottle of root beer. But I split it up over two days, which normally I drink the whole thing in one sitting. I drank half of it, and then I drank the other half the next day nice. to kind of split it up yeah. a little bit. And I felt like I still got the soda that I d- desired. Right. But it was harder those days. I, I still came under calorie and I've been trying to keep myself really accountable. But it was harder when I drank some calories in as opposed to just eating right. all of the calories. And the, the they've done studies on this as well. So your body doesn't account for liquid calories in terms of telling you that you're satisfied from a meal. The only thing it does that with is milk. So milk's got a, a really good macro breakdown. So it's got a decent enough amount of carbs, protein, fat, depending on what, what type you get. But milk gets accounted for by the body and tells you, okay, you've had something to eat. But everything else, that's that's why everybody wants to, you know, villainize sodas and, and things like that and just say that this is what's making you fat. Not quite. It's way more nuanced than that. That's not to say you should be chugging sodas every day, but those liquid calories will add up and they're not telling you you're full. Well, that makes sense. I know people, I've had friends in the past who have just stopped drinking soda, let's say, and they started losing weight. But if soda is the thing that's putting you over Over the top, like you're actually eating fine. That means that what you're eating and how you're eating is actually good what's putting you over is that extra couple hundred calories right. that you're getting from the soda every day but the simple jump to is like well now soda is evil obviously and now sugar yeah, totally. is evil well your body converts pretty much everything into sugar so it's not quite right but, but it's it's very easy to make that leap at yeah, that point but it, yeah to, to villainize it where right. that doesn't have to be the villain no because still have a soda every single day if you want and still be you know, hit, hit whatever goal you want to be and still maximize health because you're getting all the other markers taken care of. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So let's keep going with... Dial uh, back to that third workout. Back to the third yep. workout thing. So that was what I was saying about how... So I had these struggles this week. Yep. So now adding this third workout is the fact of the eating thing has... There's still stress in my life. There's always going to be stress in my life, just like there is in everybody's lives. So with the extra stress factor, with the fact that there's times that I'm just hungrier, yeah. I did notice also that my, I don't know if it was supposed to do this, but the app is accounting for the days that I work out. It actually gives me a higher 
calorie load. Oh, my net diary. Is, I'm no. sorry, uh, my fitness pal. Yeah, yeah. Never pay attention to that. Well, I didn't even realize I was doing that yeah. the one day because it added calories right. to the day, and I was like, "Oh, look at all these calories I have!" And then later realized. <laughs> so I did over. Actually, if I take account, I think I did over go over my calories then one of the days based off of that. I tried the rest of the days. I realized that it was doing that, so I tried to ignore that. Yeah, but it's really hard when it has this really big, colorful number. It that does. Says it's, it's green. How many calories you, like you have right. left? And it's not. You can actually the truth. shut that off, I believe. Um, okay, I'll but adding back then. in calories that you've exercised off is—it's a losing battle because too many people are exercising for calorie burn, and exercising is the least efficient way of, of burning calories. You know, you go spend an hour on that a. That seems a, very backwards. It does, but this and this is the mindset everybody's in. But think about it this way: if if you actually burn maybe three hundred calories in an hour long weightlifting session, and that's fairly accurate, give or take a little bit, you eat one slice of pizza, and that those calories that you've exercised off. But that's an extra are done. slice of pizza that I can eat that day. I'm just saying. <laughs> Again, but that's now eating in your calorie deficit. So when I provide mm-hmm. calories for a client and, and protein goals, fiber goals, etc., it's already accounting for exercise. So what your body needs to recover from that exercise and still be able to target fat and for you to be able to, to you know, be highly functioning, that's accounted for. So if you eat calories back into that based off of what's very much an inaccurate amount of calorie burn, it's, it's too hard to keep account for. And it's, it's just not going to be accurate. So you're going to be cutting into your, your overall calorie deficit. You're going to be cutting into your body's efficient fat loss. And it's something that's not super trackable because of how inaccurate those, those uh, activity trackers are. And actually, there's another post I'm, I'm doing on is for activity trackers. Because people think that they burned – I've seen people posting, look, I burned 1,500 calories and showing the picture of their watch. No, you didn't. You really didn't. 1500 yeah just a a long you know metcon or just non-stop movement on any workout um it's just these activity trackers are fairly accurate when you're being sedentary and sitting on a couch and they've they've done this in labs but it's not they're upwards of 90 percent inaccurate when actual activity is accounted for that's yeah so you can't count on them i use activity trackers for people and highly recommend them for monitoring heart rate as in for recovery during workouts getting a good fairly accurate uh step count to make sure you are moving enough on any given day and i just like data i like smart watches it's who i am i have really enjoyed my smart watch (laughs) so all right all right so the the so the third workout no i was gonna say so let's go back so into that so is adding a third workout necessary? And if it isn't necessary, is there a way of transitioning? Because I really did enjoy being at home. Right. Is there a way of – is it beneficial to do one gym workout and one home workout? You're always going to get – a little bit better results in the gym because of the fact that you're away from the house. Um, it's a different energy in the gym. You have that more exercise variability and you can push yourself harder. However, it doesn't always work for somebody's lifestyle. So it's not more or less beneficial if you're having to force your, well, it's not more beneficial if you're having to force yourself to the gym when you would be able to stick to it at home and it helps you be there for the family more and, you know, get more stuff done around the house. And adding a third workout, 
isn't necessarily going to be more beneficial either. It, it's just completely what works best for you. And again, I talk about the psychology all the time. You can continue getting phenomenal results by splitting up your exercise volume between two workouts. Or I could split it up between three. And if that makes you feel like you're doing more throughout the week and having an extra day in there where, you know, you're lifting or working out every other day throughout the week, and then you just take the weekend off type thing. Well, if, that's what I've been taking the weekends off. That's my good, busy time good. is the weekend. And, and that's fine. Yeah. So if you would like an extra workout, then yeah, I can make that work. If that helps you feel so better. So is that what it would be? Sorry to cut you off. You're fine. Is that what it would be is splitting the workouts that I already have and just making it up? splitting on a third day or would it be a whole to a certain new extent workout? it would be a whole new workout i wouldn't split those up but i would split the the overall exercise volume up so the amount of sets reps and such that you're doing because we're still trying to figure out where you're at making sure that you are adapting well to the workouts that are given um but i would have that third workout be you know a little higher rep um a little lower set content uh so that you're not burning yourself out or, or risking overtraining at that point and we'll see how well you do with it if it's still too easy and you're still recovering just fine i'll throw a little bit more into it so it's making these small changes as opposed to just throwing you five days a week just because i mean again that's that's lazy coaching to take the same workout and give it to everybody i am not in for five days a week. <laughs> i didn't I think you would be that. <laughs> um and it was just an idea with the third workout yeah because, like I said, the working out at home was super convenient right. with everything going on. I do like the option that if every now and then I can't make it to the gym, I can switch to an right. at home which, workout. And which now you have the two home workout versions. But yeah, I can I can throw a third workout on there, and we'll try it out for you. We don't have to do that. You you convinced me that two is enough for it to still gain for what now. We're going for sure, for. yeah, for now. So I'm okay with sticking okay. with two at this point. Um, my other question is for you, I'm going to put you on the spot here Love is it. for people that are at home and don't have access to a gym. Cause there's a lot of people out there. there, there are, was a long time that are. I didn't have access to a gym that I've been blessed enough that I have a Y right down the street that my family, uh, has a membership to. But for those of us that don't, or for those people that don't have a membership to a gym, what is the best way of getting a good at-home workout? We talked about it a little bit about using resistance bands and things like that. How can you build or create a, a, a workout for yourself at home? That's going to depend a little bit on somebody's training experience. Um, for most people that are, that are just starting out, it's, it's time to kind of master body weight. And if you get similar muscle building slash strength results-ish, from anywhere from five to 30 reps, anything below 30 reps on any given set. Like if you can't do more than 10, 15, 20 pushups per set, then that's a good body weight exercise for you to kick off with chest, tries, shoulders, that kind of thing. But getting a little bit of equipment is gonna then further increase your ability to get a work done, having a pull-up bar in the house. Uh, resistance bands are fairly inexpensive these days. And then working your way into single arm or single leg exercises to further challenge yourself. At some point, when you get all those mastered, you are either looking to set up a home gym where you can have more weight, or it, it is time to get to a, a gym membership. So it really depends on where the person's at. But for most people, myself included, I can get a pretty good workout at home with just resistance bands, some dumbbells, and body weight exercises. That's really good to know because I know starting out, even with some of the gym workouts that you had for me, we yeah. talked about the first week how I was miserable. Absolutely. Because I grabbed dumbbells <laughs> like a dumbbell to right. do some workouts. And I've since put the wet dumbbells down and just started using body weight for that right. exercise and feel like I'm still getting 
pretty good. I can do the oh, a better range of motion yep. because I'm not holding that extra weight and have felt like I've gotten stronger. Yeah. That's one of the positives and successes that I've had this week, too, is and that, and that's I'm huge. feeling the difference in strength and energy at this point, right. too. And even this you said navigating week. stairs with, with no pain now with, with so knees. So I have this, I have pain in my right knee that I'm not 100% sure what it is. I don't feel like I have an instability in that knee as if I tore a ligament or anything, but I just have, you know, I just turned 40, so I have right. some pains here and there. And that pain has been better going up and down stairs than now that I've been doing some strength training. Right. So that has made a difference. But what I have known, my left ankle, I said also is an issue. It's get, that is still a little stiff. Okay. Um, we had said that last time I had the shoulder issues. I've been really focusing on stretching out the shoulder, good, good. trying to get the range of motion. And I did. I do feel like I can maybe do the squats now properly okay. with the bar back. Um. A the gun, which is actually sitting right next to you, the massage percussion gun, massager, the percussion yeah. massager. Yep. Oh, they're fantastic! They're absolutely they fantastic and super money. affordable these days too. I'll just sit here when I'm working on the computer or something, and just really work in the the that because it doesn't. I had trouble with my shoulder going back, so, right. so I'll, that means the front side of my shoulder was tight. Just overactive and tight. Yeah. Yep. So I was just I would just dig in there with that percussion massager and then do some stretches. And I feel like I've gained a little bit more flexibility Good. in that shoulder. It doesn't hurt as bad. Even just laying down and putting my arm straight up over my head, I feel the difference where my right arm will go flop nice. on the floor and my left arm was really tight. I can still get it to like, it'll relax now that it goes, that Good. it can go flat. It, I didn't it, realize that that shoulder was even an issue yeah. until we started. And, and you don't until you are really digging into balanced moves. And that's, that's why it's so important to have a balanced program per the individual. If you were getting a cookie cutter program, that's for anybody online who, you know, it's it's just designed for somebody who's healthy and has no issues, then you're trying to force yourself into, uh, you know, that that kind of position when you're not ready for it. So no, that that's awesome, and it takes that kind of consistency and that daily work towards that mobility, which is is huge. You'll lose it very quickly too, unless you have spent a good amount of time continuing that process and getting stronger. Now that you've fixed some of that movement issue, I feel. I mean, I plan on continuing we're good, in this good i'm already feeling better about the workouts i other than that first workout have not been so sore that i feel like i can't do anything good there good. in fact i'm getting that's why i said even about the third workout that's starting to be in my brain because i'm feeling better right i feel like well i, I feel better let me do a little bit more now yeah. because i'm feeling a little bit better so maybe in a week or two, I want, let's give it another week here before I jump the gun and I go, we go to three works and I'm like, no, <laughs> never mind. Change my mind. Let's get rid of that workout. I don't want to do that either. So no, I know. Let's, I know. let's it, stick it It should be fine. Now, it's going to be still be similar movement patterns and nothing that hasn't quite been thrown at you. So I wouldn't expect much extra soreness. It's when you really change up a, a major variable that you get sore. So that's, again, people that are chasing down that soreness or a big sweat that, that's not the marker of a good workout. So this brings us to the end, and I always put you on the spot, so you I'm going to ask you, you do. right now. For somebody listening at home, this was a huge thing for me was that at-home workout. Yep. Give me three good tips for creating an at-home workout. What If I could own spending as little money as possible and buying a couple things, what would you recommend and how can I go about getting the best at-home workout 
possible to give me results and get me moving forward. You're always asking for the best of everything. Well, I, I mean, I why would I want less? <laughs> why would I want less? Uh, yeah, three absolute must-haves um, are pull-up bar. And whether you can do a pull-up or not, there are things you can do with it. So pull-up bar, resistance bands with handles, without. Um, and you can include glute bands in that because there's, there's extra stuff you can do. And, you know, your own body. You're going to have to have your own body. What is this. a glute band? Those are the mini bands that go around your thighs. So, so it's like a big old rubber band. Basically, Looks yeah. Like a big it's going to handle the in, you know, external rotation of the hips and, and dig into the glutes, which you need on a regular basis. And from that point, you're looking to balance out your pushes to pulls and make sure you're hitting up the lower body as well via you know, single leg, stationary lunges, squats, things like that. Um, it's easy enough to get pushes off of the floor. But your resistance bands will then mimic dumbbell exercises very easily. So just make sure you've got a, a, at least a good one-to-one vertical Push to pull, horizontal push to pull, and you, you know, whale the glutes and legs a little bit. <laughs> Mike, I appreciate it. Anytime. As always, thank you for being there for me this week. It was quite the week. Uh, I appreciate you were right on it when, when I reached out about the workout and yeah. hooked me up with an at-home workout when I was... I, I had a moment because I was already stressed. I was like, man, I'm not going to get this workout in. I'm not going to lose any weight. I'm going to have to go on the podcast and talk about how I didn't lose any weight this week. This is awful. So, uh, you, you, but you were there. So, you I were there you. for me. I got you. Um, we're going to keep going. We are now three weeks into my journey here. I'm down almost 10 pounds. I'm excited. I'm getting, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, I'm getting more excited about yeah, it as we are. go. And... It's exciting. I'm I'm noticing a difference in clothing already in three weeks. I mean, ten pounds is pretty significant. In it's terms, pretty significant. Yeah, I and mean, ten pounds is significant enough in in a month plus. So three weeks is is fantastic. Based off of energy that. is still going up, strength is still going up, and and you're not dying of hunger every day. That's huge. No, I'm, huge. I feel like I'm eating. I'm eating a lot. I'm eating well. I'm trying to eat better. You're doing eating great. Well, yeah. So. If you've never heard of Cowboy Caviar, check it out. It's absolutely <laughs> delicious. That's one of my my go-tos for uh, recommendations. And try the chicken, cooking it in the crock or the Instapot and Green then shredding it and yep. having it there. I did, I think, four or five pounds it was that I had shredded just for me for the week and made it super simple and easy. You can – I what I also do is because chicken breast tends to dry out a little bit. Right. So I kept a box of stock, chicken stock, in the fridge oh. as well. And I would throw some chicken stock on it because it's like no calories. It's no calories. To like add five chicken to ten stock. per cup. But yeah. it moists it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If for, per eight ounces, it's 15 calories, I yeah. think it is. So, But it moists the moistens the chicken sorry if you hate that word but <laughs> it gets the uh the, it gives them life back into that chicken it's not as dry and it works great i was able to add that in with either eggs or add that in yeah. with, i don't put a full cup in i only use like two out two or three ounces of yeah that. you're fine but it really makes a big difference in texture and taste yeah. for me at least so take that for what it's worth that's what worked for me Guys, we appreciate you listening. We are super grateful that you're here with us. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, I can do a little bit more than one pound. And even if it's one pound, I'm kind of excited. I'm glad you just said that. Okay, cool. Yeah, like I'm saying hopefully one more than one pound because I got a little – 
I, I mean, I lost a lot in those you're first You're averaging more than three pounds a week right now. I it's going really to slow down no matter what, but you're doing yeah. fantastic. You're right. doing fantastic. So I'm just going to keep focused then on keep keep doing what I'm doing. There we go. And let's not, I'm not, I'm going to try not to focus on the focus number. Focus on how you feel. It's hard not to focus on that weight it's number hard. though. It's hard. It know. is really hard I not know. to focus on it, but... Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week. If you have any questions, hit us up at findingmyfit at 40 at gmail.com. You can find Mike at Body by the Bear on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at Keystone Postcard on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, or my personal page. You can find me, Victor Solis. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the flip. Fantastic. Fantastic.